you think a movie with that type of central relationship could get made again today? I I I don't know that if if you took that central idea that it would be made like that today. Yeah. The the whole idea and the the homogeny of Hollywood scripts, uh, I think it'd be difficult too. Judd Apatow would produce it probably. Yeah, and <laughs> he would, and you know what? It would really probably center a lot around pot. I don't think movies like this get made anymore unless they're like marijuana movies. And it, it, I love a good stoner comedy. I'm not saying I don't. I love Pineapple Express. Uh, it, like Half Baked was hilarious. Stoner comedies are great. But even in stoner comedies, which like Harold and Kumar, right? Harold and Kumar are a really close analog to Bill and Ted. But each of those characters, Harold and Kumar, have their own uh, motivating forces. They've got their own individual things that they've got to overcome. And those two things are interwoven into the story, as opposed to Bill and Ted, where it's like this one unit is moving forward and, and they're trying to achieve a goal. I don't know. I Like, what type of plot structure is Bill and Ted, would you say? Is, is it? There's no true villain in Bill and Ted. I mean, maybe Ted's dad? Yeah, it, it, well, it reminds, you know, when you look at it like that, I would say Back to the Future comes to mind. In terms, I mean, you know, I guess Biff's. I mean, Biff's, Biff, totally, Biff's a a totally a villain. You're right. So, but B- but not, Biff is not the guy that is, you know, like stranded Marty in the past. Right, right. He's just an asshole. <laughs> yes. Interesting <laughs> that you should bring up uh, uh, Back to the Future. This is true because this is- uh, Back to the Future really caused some major changes for the Bill and Ted script. Originally, Bill and Ted's adventure didn't have a, a telephone booth that traveled through time. Rufus was driving a van. And yep. Bill and Ted got into this time-traveling van. But the studios were convinced that people would confuse it too much with Back to the Future or think it was a Back to the Future ripoff. So they switched it to a telephone booth, which looks like a police box. So they totally ripped off Doctor Who. Right, right. And, but I'm, I'm definitely down. Like, I think the only thing that bums me out about them not doing the van is that maybe we would have had George Carlin on screen more. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been, <laughs> that but, been okay. great. But if you've got Rufus in a van, do you get George Carlin to play Rufus? Because I feel like... Good point. I think maybe he took that part because like, oh, I've got four scenes. Low maintenance. Yeah, it's low maintenance. Okay, I'm getting a paycheck. I'm increasing my exposure to the youth and uh, I don't have to be there. Right, right. So, you know, we, we, we might not have gotten George Carlin and that would have been... That would have been right. a tragedy. And I think, you know, the booth ends up providing all sorts of comedy on its oh, own. You yeah. know what I mean? The antenna breaking, mm-hmm. all of the persons of historical significance having to chew gum so that they can use that. Oh, to and the pudding cups. And- connect it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so great. Oh, and everybody taking – I mean, they definitely took that Doctor Who idea of, like, all these people can fit in this tiny booth, right? right? Oh, that's like they, they did totally it all short true. of showing an, a very large inside like yes. Doctor Who does, but yeah, still. The, the poster plays up that idea, too. If you, if you Google – and we'll post mm-hmm. this on Facebook, maybe Instagram, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the poster, they are all just crammed up in this telephone mm-hmm. booth, and you can see them. And there's the scene where the, the circuits of time – the booth is broken and they're all like the, the booth is yeah, yeah everybody every, it's just like over it's like an overstuffed hot dog they're right. all they're oh, all half out yeah it's great so great so great I think we, we we pretty much decided and and Hollywood prove us wrong Bill and Ted or a movie of Bill and Ted's caliber doesn't get made today without getting homogenized a little bit with a a plot B plot uh, worrying about I, I hate to say worrying about character development because character development is an amazing thing you know it, it's something I look for in film. And I don't want to say there's, there's time and place for it because I don't want to poo-poo character development. But 
I always feel like there's a good balance between how you develop a character through the actions they make versus backstory that you give, you know? Sure. Yeah. And I love movies that lean either way. You know, building characters by action only with no backstory is basically the Michael Mann way of making a movie, which yes. I think can work. Oh, Exhibit A, and sometimes Michael not. Mann. <laughs> exhibit A, Michael Mann, right? Right. You go the other route of where it's just all sort of backstory building. I tend to, I tend to prefer the balance and not too much of one over the other, unless it's my favorite Michael Mann movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely fair. So this is kind of our setup. What we're going to try to do is every one of these episodes, we're going to have a segment about one of the songs from either of the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this for the first time. Let's give it a go. Here we go. Our first recurring segment. Excellent! 